broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the Podcast Business News Network. Trisha Burrito joining us here, the CEO and mental health coach and international master addiction specialist. Boy, oh boy, she does have a lot of credentials here as a trainer and instructor. And of course, uh, her own company, Turning Leaves Recovery. That's turningleavesrecovery.com. Welcome to the show, Trisha. How are you? Popular on this fine first day in September, you know? Oh, be- <laughs> uh, beautiful, right? Where are you based out of? I'm actually um, in a little town called Royal Grande here on the Central Coast in California. Beautiful. Well, we're excited to have you here and looking forward to talk to you more about your work as a master addiction specialist because I know you've walked every corner of life recovery. You're going to share all of this uh, personally and professionally with us today. So let's first and foremost start off by having you just introduce yourself to everyone, please. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Trisha Perido. I am a proud mother of five grown children. I have five amazing grandchildren. I have a spouse that is just, you know, an amazing, amazing co-partner in life. Um, and, and I'm, you know, I'm just super passionate about the work that I do in the mental health um, arena. <laughs> and it's, you know... That's really that's really all there is to me. I'm not that complex of a being. Well, you all we all have our stories and our backstories that makes us unique and who we are. And, you know, uh, you mentioned uh, you as a young adolescent, as a single parent, there was some trauma that you endured that kind of brought you here, too. So your personal journey, I mean, there's so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to share some of that with us today? Sure. I mean, I think it's so I think it's so transformative for, for folks when, you know, they can hear that, you know, they're not they're not the only ones that, you know, have had to sit in and move through uncomfortable because, you know, it's it's true. You know, a lot of us a lot of us have and, you know, for me, my you know, my recovery journey isn't defined by like a, a specific time frame. Um, you know, my my story, my journey starts at, you know, the age of four and and it's kind of the recovery and as well as you know, traumas and addictions and negative attachments are all inter- intertwined in there. But, um, you know, I grew up, I think I was actually born a perfectionist, right? Like, I think I came out of the womb a perfectionist, so somebody that just really, you know, um, struggled with that internal pressure to perform. Um, but, you know, I did, did endure, you know, numerous sexual assaults, um, you know, growing up as, as a young child um, and, and into early adulthood. Um, and, and having to, you know, you know, navigate that and, and find a way to see that as the bad act of another being and having it not be something that was really had anything to do with me um, and, and allowing myself to see myself just as the vehicle or the vessel and, and just being excited that I lived through it and, and, you know, came out the other side to be able to tell my story, um, you know, and it, but it does. It does negatively impact your life. And so when you're in that healing space, sometimes, you know, we don't make the right decisions. So I did find myself in in several, uh, you know, relationships that were, we'll call them um, abusive, um, emotionally, um, physically. And and so along the line, you know, I, I, I truly developed um, issues with my relationship with food. 
and and body image, right? So I'm you know I'm I'm a person who's had to learn how to live with body dysmorphia and what that relationship needs to look like in the mirror. And and I battled anorexia and I I battled, I've battled um, uh, bulimia in 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 a sense not the sense that most people think of it, but um, bulimic tendencies in that. Um, you know, needing to, to, you know, to purge things from, from myself. And, and it's just, you know, a really hard struggle, you know, when you're in that perfectionist state where everything just has to be so perfect and just so. And, and then, you know, you throw in life that, you know, has a guaranteed ending date. You just don't always know when it is. So I've had a lot of traumatic loss, but I've also experienced some near-death, near-death experiences myself. So then there's, you know, all of that questioning. And anyway, I, you know, I came to find alcohol at, at a really young age. Um, I, you know, it's 12 when, when I first started realizing that it had this ability to help, to help things calm down or numb out. And, and, and so, you know, it really, you know, just became an integral piece. Like I gave it a big emotional purpose and, um, for, for a long, for a long period of time. And, and then, you know, the control, the control with food or the, you know, keeping it out of my life, like things really, really played a big role in, in, in my addiction and my recovery needs. And then, of course, you throw in people pleasing codependency and, you know, like I had it all covered. Amazing. Well, thank you for sharing this with us and opening up to us today. So what I, oh my goodness, there's so much to you and the work that you're doing. And I just want to, you know, obviously find out more um, about you. Where did you want to kind of dive into next? I mean, do you want to get into some of the work that you're doing and able to help our listeners with, Uh, you know, looking at your notes, we have a lot to to go through. So I just want to make sure we're covering everything, (laughs) right? Uh, Let's talk. Let's talk about the work that you are doing and able to help people as a recovery coach with. Oh, thank you. Uh, you know, in my journey, right, which was filled with, you know, a lot of in-depth degree studies and, you know, I just became super passionate about learning everything that I could from a psychological perspective around addiction and, and of course, you know, really leaned into the process and behavioral aspects of it and, and all of the methods, modalities, and theories, and, 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 and all of those things. And so in my own life, I, you know, I really was converting them into, you know, a way for them to be applied practically in our life. Because we do a lot of, you know, we do a lot of talking and sitting in our emotions, et cetera, but we really, we can come up with a concept of what we want it to look like and, and how maybe we would do it, but we really don't, you know, know how to take the steps. So I started converting these things into, you know, um, a, a process that I could actually apply in my life, and it was just, it was just, you know, an amazing experience to no longer get derailed by things and to just, you know, kind of, you know, to say it in the most simplest form, be able to take breath, I mean, to take life with every breath, whatever it brought you know, whatever was in front of me, and, and it was just life-changing. So, you know, I started diving into it, you know, more, and, you know, I worked in every level of addiction treatment, and I just really started uncovering the fact that there were a lot of gaps, and, and the primary gap was, you know, in after that stabilization period where, you know, people are 
you know, engaged in some program or another that is giving them that respite, that period away from, you know, their day-to-day life that they were, you know, numbing out in one way or another. And, but then there we, we were sending them home, right? And it was, you know, okay, great. Now what, what's next? Like, what do I do? And, and so there was really a gap in that assertive continuum of care. And that's really where I, I, I launched my first program that, which is Learn to Live Free, and where I, I started working with folks in their life after stabilization to, to teach them the practical application of the psychological skill sets and tactics that provided them the emotional intelligence they didn't know they didn't have that needed in order to be in the same house with the same spouse, the kids, the bills, the job, et cetera, that they were previously unable to, to manage without you know, chemical substance or disordered eating or, you know, whatever it, whatever it was for them. And then I started realizing, actually, people actually started reaching out to me and saying, I don't have an addiction, but I need everything that you're talking about. Would you work with me? So what we're talking about here are those process and behavioral addictions. And that's where I love to talk about living without habits fixes everything. Because if we're living in a habitual life, we're living, uh, you know, we're approaching life in an impulsive way, right? Like, so with, with a series of impulsive actions that we don't get a lot of thought. And, and it becomes rigid, and then our day falls apart if we can't hit the 6 a.m. spin class. And, and we, our whole attitude and demeanor changes when we get cut off on the freeway. And, and, and so on and so forth. And, and it's just a real rigid way to live. So I started working with, you know, with folks in other aspects of their lives and, and really working on that perfectionism, the overwhelm, the anxiety, the depressive state, and, and we were getting tremendous results. <clears throat> so it's really how I, you know, how I got here. And, and then, you know, we just uncovered that addiction doesn't look the same for everybody and recovery doesn't either. There's a, you know, society holds a, a fairly narrow perspective around those two words. So when they hear addiction and recovery, they generally think about the, the down, the out, the ill, the poorly functioning, the people that need to be removed from their life and sent away someplace to be fixed. When there is that, and that is a population, but there is a whole, you know, slew of people, high functioning, high profile people out there that are living with all types of addictions that, that have, you know, that warrant a, a, a recovery journey that is that, that matches exactly what it is they're needing. And, and so there's, there's no box for it, right? There's no, there's no very specific box for, for a recovery need. It could be, you know, workaholic, workaholics, you know? Like there's, there's, there's a recovery journey for that and, and all the things. So I, I, I could you know, talk for hours. <laughs> well, I love it. Well, it's amazing what you do, and I appreciate you being here. Well, we got to take a quick commercial break. Is that okay? Would you mind sharing uh, the best form and all forms of contact for our listeners? You know, I always say that the best way to find me is to just go to turningleadsrecovery.com, and in the top right-hand corner, you can, you know, book time on my calendar completely complimentary or in the left hand side you can find my phone number i only have one 
Perfect. Sounds good. All right, everyone. Let's do this. We'll take our break, and when we return, we'll obviously talk more about the work you're doing and, of course, how you can help our listeners. We ask that you stay with us and don't go anywhere. Thank you so much. You want more from life. I get it. You're tired of adulting, wishing someone could help you figure this out. You're told that it'll get better, but never how. You want to have the confidence to live the life you want. Well, I can help. Hi, I'm Amy May, life coach and ally, and I help humans navigate this thing we call life. Together, we can chart a path to get you from where you are to who you want to be. Book your free session now at workwithamymay.com. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. What if you could spend less time on sales calls and make more money? Hi, my name is Allison Verhalen, and I'm the founder and CEO of AV Writing Services, LLC. We offer content marketing and SEO strategy services that help your prospects get to know, like, and trust you before they even pick up the phone to call you. Book a strategy session with me by going to my website at avwritingservices.com slash contact so we can get started today. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Energy. As we dodged up, dip dive and dodge, are we? There we go. Welcome back to the show. Can you hear me now? I got you now. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming back here. We're excited to be with you and to talk more with Trisha Perito again uh, as a master addiction specialist. She's helping so many with turningleavesrecovery.com. That's her website. And you're working with people virtually, I mean, all over the world with so many different methods, right? And we're learning more about the work uh, that you could do as a coach and as a recovery coach. And can I just ask you about, you know, some of the clients you've helped? Could you share some of their stories? Um, you know, without using their names, but maybe some of the ways that you've, you've helped them and have them change their lives. Oh, wow. Sure, there's so many, and, and you're right. You know, it's, having that international reach is, is just a beautiful gift. Um, there's, you know, it, it, it's just amazing to be able to, you know, like be working with somebody in Hawaii um, in the afternoon and, you know, in the morning working with people on the East Coast. And, you know, it's just it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing to, to see and, and to get to experience. Um, I'd say primarily, you know, if I was to, to talk about, you know, a journey that that is a, you know, a standard that I take, you know, one in particular is, is a, an executive that I'm working with right now. And, you know, she's, She's 
you know, trying really hard to figure out how to juggle all the pressures, right? Everybody's, you know, kind of shifted. There's a lot of home office situations going on now. And and so there's the, you know, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a high-level executive with this big, important role and job. And, and I'm trying to figure out how to handle all of that in, in one space. And, you know, like taking care of the kids in the morning and getting the work done and, and you know, still navigating and managing all of the things and there's just a lot of overwhelm there's a lot of anxiety there's a lot of perfectionism that is happening internally and and so there's also a lot of you know seeking relief outside of ourselves so a lot of the work that we do is based um, in that locus of control theory um, if, if you're familiar with it by Julian Rotter um, but, but we really start looking at all of the different things that we rely on outside of ourselves to bring us peace, joy, comfort, relief, value, validity, worthiness. So this is all those people, places, and things. So if you're feeling depressive, right, and you're curling up on the couch in the evening with Ben and Jerry's, an inappropriate relationship with Ben and Jerry's. If, if you're, if you're, you know, Ending your week with, you know, a, a night out on the town with, you know, overindulgence and alcohol is a way to forget, you know, that's an inappropriate relationship with alcohol. Now, of course, if you're sitting down to have a nice ribeye and, and you know, and, and you're having a glass of red wine and, and as soon as the steak is gone, you know, and the red wine is over, then that's not a bad relationship with alcohol. But so, you know, we have so many different things. And, and there's, you know, that, again, that whole rigidity of, you know, you know, my whole day has to go as planned or my life crumbles and I, and I lose it. And for some, it's depressive states. For most, it's a lot of anxiety and, and a, you know, just a general overwhelm that's followed by this, this feeling of a whiteout, like this inability to, like, move or, or do anything. So this is generally that work that we do, and, and so what we do is we cultivate the level of emotional intelligence, again, that we didn't know we didn't have that needs, so that we can be internally driven and not rely on things outside of us to, to bring us that peace, joy, comfort, relief. And, and, and so there's a lot of... Sorry, my dog is digging on the floor. There's a lot of... <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, work to be done in, in life balance, which is, you know, a lot a lot broader. We create a filtration system that, that truly serves each individual. We, we work on impulse control, knee-jerk reactivity. We, we become just super responsive in all things we do so that we can show up the way that we want to see ourselves experiencing living but also so that we can experience our environments the way that we want to experience them and have others experience us the way that we want to be seen. And to do that, you know, we have to, we have, to have some emotional regulation. We have to have distress tolerance. We have to have effective coping um, skills and, and tactics that we rely on that allow us to show up as an insightful, thoughtful being instead of this knee-jerk, reactive, uh, you know, fly by the feet of our pants <laughs> kind of thing. 
<laughs> it's so true. But you got this aura and this this way about you. And uh, I love that you're so anxious to help people. And uh, by the way, I mean, you've been featured uh, all over uh, from, you know, different television shows to different publications and, uh, you know, amazing clients. If you go to the website, uh, you can read some of these testimonials. I've read some during the break. Could I just share one or two, if yeah. you don't mind? All yeah. right. So yeah. uh, this woman, uh, Naomi uh, Brabes, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing your name correctly or Brebis. Mm-hmm. Uh, this program has been a life changer for me. It has made my recovery process so much smoother and has helped me to really self-reflect and heal my deep-seated beliefs, habitual behaviors, and thought processes that have blocked me from living my highest potential. I'm so grateful for Trisha and Turning Leaves Recovery Coaching. Uh, Tony Jackson also says that you know uh, the coaching business well. You have a passion for helping those who are struggling with an addiction, and Trisha can lead you to the next level in your recovery. So if you are in need of a coach, uh, please read reach out to Trisha for assistance and for support. So um, yeah, always good to be said when you hear positive reviews as well. And I know if you go online, you can fill out a a quick 10 minute personal survey there, right? And uh, can really help with uh, getting to know you and maybe get to the root cause and help some of these people out there. So I love it. We still got five minutes left in the show. So I just want to ask you, what else did you want to share for today? You know, I think... It's something that I generally forget to lean into, but <laughs> I, you know, I also am an instructor yes. because I believe, I believe that there is, you know, a, a relationship that happens and, you know, like I don't work with everybody. I don't speak everybody's language, right? <laughs> so, you know, I always encourage people to be looking for the provider that, that speaks their language so that they can actually heal. So I love to teach and train people that are passionate about the mental health industry. So I, you know, I teach for an organization that has, that is accredited. And, and so we, we um, bring credentialing to folks and, and help them start their own private practices if they want, or we help their, their staff get credentialed so that they can serve. So the, the, the four classes that, that I, that I, that I'm super passionate about teaching is international mental health coaching, super passionate about the international adolescent addiction and young adult motivation. Mm-hmm. It brings in so much about family dynamics and, you know, the whole system that this course is perfect for people that don't even necessarily want to be coaching, but that already are working in the lives of others, um, you know, educators, et cetera, people that are coming in t- contact with these adolescents and young adults so that we can start to end some of this failure to launch and fear of failure, et cetera, that is running rampant. And I also teach international family recovery, where it's very focused on on healing entire units. And and then I, I teach recovery coaching um, for, for folks that actually want to dive in and help people recover from uh, process behavioral and chemical addictions. Now, all of these are credentials, so everything is seated in evidence-based practice. And it's truly allowing you to be a coach in people's lives, which is to say that you have that ability to, and I always liken it to my swim team coach because I was a junior Olympic swimmer growing up. And, you know, my coach's, my coach's job was to stand over the pool and, and watch my stroke to make sure that I wasn't doing, you know, didn't have any little nuances in there that would get me disqualified or would be slowing me down. Etc. so that I could win my race. 
So that's, you know, really the beauty. But if you don't know how to effectively be a coach, then 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 we fall short as a coach because we come at it, you know, there's so many people out there that come at it from a, you know, I've managed to put a really great level, you know, together for myself. Let me just, you know, tell you what to do. And if you do it, great. And if you don't, you fail, then fine. You know, we really need to, and I, I, a lot of business coaches actually come and take my mental health coaching uh, course because it teaches you how to effectively coach somebody with an, an anxiety disorder. It teaches you how to coach somebody that has, you know, um, depressive disorders. It teaches coach somebody that they have bipolar. And, and so you now can, in, in your big rooms where you're bringing people in for business intensives, you know how to approach each individual being without bringing their, you know, mental health condition into the room, but you know how to approach them and motivate them better. So a lot, a lot, a lot of benefits to all of these courses for a wide spectrum of individuals. Um, I do actually have each of these classes are going to be, you know, they're calendared. Um, We're sitting on September 1st of 2023, depending upon when you're listening. So, each one of these classes is going to be offered um, coming up here for, you know, between September, October through the, for the to round out the end of the year, um, but obviously will be calendared ongoing going forward. Mm, well, we love having you here and want to find out, you know, I guess in the upcoming, are we scheduled to work together again? You know what? At the current moment, we are not. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's a one show. Good, good. So then what do you want to share with everyone before we have to go? You know, I am just super passionate, again, about, you know, the mental health industry and helping people live better. I love to just consult and collaborate, so I'm, I'm really an open book. Again, you can you can set up time to, to have a conversation with me. I'm happy to help you decide, like, who would be a good provider for me, who can help me heal from from, you know, my anxiety or whatever it is you're struggling with. If I'm not that person, I'm going to give you my honest opinion of where you should look or I might actually dive in and help you find the right things for you. But in the same respect for for people that are passionate or wanting to get into the field or really want to up their game in the coaching industry, right, I'm here to consult with you and to help you, you know, you know plan and figure out what you want to do if, if, if it's something that I can help you with, great. If not, you know, let's find what can. I just think that, you know, collaboration and, and supporting one another is just such a critical factor um, that, you know, I just want to be a support for, for anybody that, you know, you know, that my message speaks to, right? Like if you, if you value or appreciate the work that I do, great, let's have a conversation. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being here, for joining us, and really looking forward to the next time we connect. We will connect, right? Uh, please, we will, good. absolutely. Remind us how we can reach you, please. <laughs> you know, go to turningleads, L-E-A-V-E-S, recovery.com, and choose which way that, that feels best to, to spend some time with me. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. All right. Have a fantastic day. And to all of our listeners, please stay tuned. More of the show is coming right after the break. Don't go anywhere. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. 
And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.